Klein.
Uh, usually the beat would play, but uh, it's kind of frozen. Y'all ain't got nothing right this morning. You got to go acapella All right. Well, today is a national day of mourning, and that is because they are honoring the late former President George H.W. Bush, who died on Friday night. He was 94 years old. So right now, Donald Trump has issued an executive order to close the federal government. So unless you have something that uh, is absolutely necessary, like national security, defense, or other essential reasons, if you're a federal employee, you will be given a day off. Hmm. Some national parks might be closed or have limited services. The New York Stock Exchange will suspend normal trading, and the NASDAQ will be closed for the day. The U.S. Postal Service will only make limited package deliveries and will suspend regular mail deliveries. The U.S. Supreme Court has delayed arguments for a day and so on. So just check All right, now. federal agencies. We don't need no more presidents dying, okay? It's Christmas time. We need these gifts to get here on time because we have things to put under the tree, okay? Can't be stopping the Postal Service. What else are you talking to? Now, let's talk about a man, Tick Bradford. That was a man who was fatally shot by police at the mall in Alabama. And that happened on Thanksgiving night. It turns out now they've done the autopsy and it shows that Emantic Bradford was shot in the back. That's crazy. In the head and the neck. Now, Benjamin Cramp, who is his attorney, said, we believe based on this forensic evidence that the officer who shot Bradford should be charged with a crime. Remember, originally, the police officer was trying to say that it was uh, he was brandishing a gun. Yep. And that was the reason why they shot and killed him. Well, it turns out he was shot in the back. So clearly he was trying to get away. They never found a gun on him either, did they? Um, I think he had a he had a license to carry a gun. I'm trying to remember if they found one. On, I think he might have had one. Mm. But we don't know whether or not he was really brandishing They said he gun. was helping people. Yeah, they said he was trying to help people right. usher them away from this uh, scene. All right. A Fortnite addiction has some parents sending their kids to video game rehab. And that's because their kids have been distracted. They have compulsive behavior. And they are actually saying that's related to playing too much Fortnite. One mom says her 17-year-old son plays 12 hours a day. And because of that, he falls asleep in class and he gets bad grades. So now they have to send these kids to rehab. She said, I've never rehab. seen a game that Take has his game away from him. control over kids' minds. Uh, one person who is a behavioral specialist who works with the kids battling game addiction went so far as to compare the game to heroin. It's very addictive. Like, it's very addictive. My son will play all day long if I allow him to, but that's the whole thing. I don't allow him to. I make sure he's off that game. I make sure he's doing his homework. I make sure he's at football practice. Well, what if you're uh, an adult practice. playing this yeah. game? Because they're saying that it's also been cited in uh, different people who are petitioning for a divorce. Oh, listen, all you have, like like Envy said, all you have to do is limit your kids' video gaming, just like you limit your kids' TV or anything else that's Absolutely. not good for them. But if you think those kids are addicted to Fortnite, then what are we to our phones? Because I guarantee you that we got way more of an addiction to our phones than them kids have to Fortnite. So if them kids need rehab, we need rehab too, damn it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I spent 12 hours a day on Yeah, my you probably spend more. I bet you if you could, when, when the last time you just put your phone down for like hours at a time, you don't. You always got your phone right there by your side. I actually do that a lot. I put the phone down a whole lot. Oh, I, try really? to, I try to stay away from the when phone. When the last time? I did it yesterday for like four hours. Okay, that's good. Four, you five were you hours. asleep? No, you not in the afternoon. I put it down in the when afternoon. I, actually, when I'm so in my house. mean you had it for 20 hours. I mean, you've had it, you had your phone longer than these kids play Fortnite. You said you only put it down for four hours? No, I put it down four hours when I wasn't sleeping. Oh, so four hours. Like, times four. Yeah, four hours, and then when I went to sleep, I sleep about six hours last night, so about ten hours. 14. All right, and Target four, Teresa, yeah. yet another person, a white Target uh, customer was caught on camera harassing a group of black shoppers in Tennessee. Here's how it went down. Please repeat what we said. What did you say? You were talking about sex in public. What exactly, what exactly did we say? Sex in public? I mean, that's what you're That's, that's what, what you, you screamed out loud. I said they so were we having sex in public. No, that I is not what we said. Where is your hearing aid today, honey? I understand you're an abuser. I understand you're abusive. I understand you're abusive and you make up lies on spot. I understand. I understand that you're abusive. I didn't realize that personal attacks were normal. I also didn't realize that talking about sex in public was normal. I didn't realize all these things. I don't understand what's going on here. So this white target customer was harassing a group of black shoppers, telling them that they were talking about sex in public. So she went up to them and told them that the women said all they did was talk about Eartha Kitts. They were talking about Eartha Kitt. Yeah, and I don't. They don't know what this woman was talking about. They were talking about Eartha Kitt's character in Boomerang. Well, so what? Even if oh, so they probably were talking about a sex scene from Boomerang. But even if you were talking about sex, I can talk about what so I want to. Mind your business. Now, 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 mind you, if there's kids around, you know, what I'm saying you should watch your, you, you know, watch what you're talking about, especially if it's loud and the kids can overhear you. But if it's a bunch of adults talking, like you can talk about. But then pretty they much called. She want. called them abusers. She told them they were liars. Here's what happened when help came. Yeah, we have a problem. No, yes, ma'am. We were standing here talking, and I made. A reference to Eartha Kitt. So it's okay. I know you're trained on mine. I know you're trained on You're perfect for the court system. You guys should all go to court. But now we're perfect for the court system. You're a trained liar. 
Oh, knock it off, Miss Penny. Go away. If you're not talking about sex Why in public. Why are you bothering me? If you're not talking about sex in public, then you're not getting smashed right. Clearly, that that, that young white woman is not getting smashed right at the crib. Mm-mm. I saw it. That's what that is. All, All right. right. Well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a horrible morning. Maybe you were at an R. Kelly screening and they got shut down because of gun threats. R. Kelly needs uh, new reasons to get things shut down. He tried that back in the day at the Garden when he said it was a guy with a gun in the crowd. It worked yesterday, though. I just want to say also, too, that uh, the Cowboys are 7-5. and Since Jeff is in the room and he's a Giants fan and Envy's a Giants fan, I just want to throw out there that the Cowboys are 7-5. What that mean? You're not winning anything. I just want to throw out there. I mean, I'm not saying we are. I, I, don't, I don't get my hopes up either. I'm just saying we're 7-5. and five, And we beat the Saints 13-10. I'm just saying, best team in the league. Nobody asked just you. Throwing didn't ask you that. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. didn't ask you. you know? All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey, Charlene. Hey, hey, Envy. Hey, what's happening, boo? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I wanted to talk about, hey, Envy, so I was listening to you on YC's podcast, right? Uh-huh. And how she said you guys should take the blame of how, was it, how Logan has been. And I agree totally with you. When she said that, I busted out saying no, too, <laughs> when she said that. But I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I yeah. like that podcast. For, for people that don't know what I'm talking about, I, I had a problem with Logan the other day. He was a... He's been a little selfish, and I, and I told my wife that the reason he's being like that is because he's spoiled by her, and I, and I feel that way. I right. feel like she spoils him. She does everything for him, so when he's by himself, if he has to order food, he's going to be like, let me call mom and find out what I like. No, you find, you know what you like. You order your own food. But that, you know, that's a little totally argument. I usually agree with her. I usually <laughs> always agree with her, but that day I was like, nah. And then I see Charlemagne. I've seen your uh, video with seeing that albino tiger. I knew I wasn't the only one that's seen one. I've been to a little safari, too, in Canada. I've seen a white tiger, but people think I was going crazy, but I would have never said albino, though. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when I said it. It wasn't albino tiger. No, they actually told me it wasn't albino when I said that on the, uh, the safari. It was white for whatever reason. You know that so really is you know lions have sex 50 times a day, but only to, between like five and seven seconds? Yeah. That's amazing. Is that what you want to do? I mean, I do that. Just like not 50 times a day, more 50 like times a day? Once, a, once a month. <laughs> five to seven seconds. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Elijah from Greensboro. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just want to shout out Waveline. That's my n- out here. You call the main man? I'm right here, my brother. Fresh from South Africa. What's happening? Hey, bro. We big supporters of you out here, bro. I appreciate that, my brother. Thank you. Can you check out Waveline for me? Nah. Come on, man. They straight. They're not trash. I'll wait till after uh, the new year. I don't want nothing ruined in my holidays. Damn it, man. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Lily. Hey, Lily. How you doing? Good morning. I love you guys, by the way. We love you back. What's up, mama? Hey, well... I'm finally off probation. I finally paid my federal probation and my state probation. Nice. Congratulations. It's a party. Don't do nothing crazy now. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. I'm going on a cruise. I'm getting the hell up out of here. All right. Where are you going? I want to go to Cuba. Okay. I've never been. I want to go so bad. Who are you going on a cruise with? With one of my friends named Maddie. And we're like so excited. Okay. Well, enjoy your trip, mama. Take a lot of pictures. Thank you. Enjoy Bye. being off probation. That's dope. Paul. Yeah. Paul, what's up, man? Tell us the good news, Paul. <laughs> I just found out a few days ago I'm going to be a dad. It's- Congratulations, Yay. man. This your first one? This is my first one. <laughs> Why you just stop using condoms now? Man, well, truth is, my fiance wasn't supposed to be able to have a child. Oh, wow. Okay, that's, that's even better. Oh, that's amazing. Ago, she'd never have one. Wow. Well, congratulations, man. I know she's excited uh, too. That's dope. Nah, it's scary feeling the world. wasn't ready, but now I don't want to lose it. <laughs> there you go. All why, right. you, why you think it's the scariest feeling in the world? You're man, responsible now, now for I know life. I got something there. It's just getting through the first trimester. Oh, it's got you, got you. Part. Yeah, yeah you know, the first trimester is a tough one. Yeah, you just want to make sure she get through the nine months. I get it. Well, give her everything she wants. Make sure she's happy. Make sure she's good. You take care of everything in the crib, bro. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> if I'm not working, I'm taking care of her. <laughs> All right, have a good nice. one. She sounds so happy. <laughs> Thank guys. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. <laughs> 
your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Antoine. Yeah. What's up, Antoine? Oh, not much, man. I was just calling to see if y'all can give me a prayer. I've just been going through some things. What you been going so through, why brother? you calling us? Because y'all, I listen to y'all every day. We not Bishop T.D. Jakes or Carl Lentz. I mean, I can we pray, can pray give, for you. We can pray for the brother. I understand that, but y'all give out good advice, so I just would like some. You ready, you, pray? you ready to pray by your head? Right. Let's find out what he been going through first. What, what you been going I through, I want to pray with him. All right, so I, I lost my job. I got a one-year-old. He just turned one on the second. Been there. Uh, my wife, she left. She's in Canada. Mm. She can't come back. She lost her resignation wow. to Florida. Really? So I've been, yeah. So, so tell, her, tell, her, tell her get pregnant by Drake and at least y'all have some money coming. Oh, stop it, man. That'd be nice, right? That'd be no, great. Well, we'll pray you know for saying? you. Free little you. owl baby clothes. We'll oh, pray man. for you right now. We want to pray? Come on, put your head down. You ready? Yeah. All right. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Amen. Yeah. I don't know if that prayer was... You know what? Any prayer is a good prayer. All right, brother. I'm sorry, man. You know, we'll, we'll I don't feel, like you, I don't feel up, like you received my prayer, sir. It's all right. I appreciate it. All right, man. This is, this is terrible. Strong, you know what I'm saying? That's why I don't like doing stuff for people. They don't appreciate nothing. Jordan! You? What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, you can't be a hater on a cowboy. Charlemagne, I didn't even know you was a Cowboys fan. Well, you know, I've was. i I've been a Cowboy fan my whole life. My father tased uh, uh, somebody on 9-11 at a Cowboys-Jets game. That's how die hard we go, baby. My cow- my daddy has a tattoo on his arm that says, Dallas Cowboys, six-time Super Bowl champions. If you know anything about football, you know the Cowboys only have five championships. Exactly. Yes. And no, a lot of people didn't expect us to beat the Saints last week. But I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not going to be one of these delusional Cowboy fans. I don't know if you saw me on first take, you know, a week ago, and I told Stephen A. Smith the same thing. I'm not I'm not going to be delusional about my Dallas Cowboys either. You know, if they win, they win. If they don't, hey, that's that's what we're used to. Hey, we going 11 to 5, man. Keep your hopes up. We're going to do our thing, man. Yeah, now, y'all I'm worried about the playoffs. Next, next couple of games, man. I just want to get in the playoffs and win a game, okay? That's what I want. Exactly. And y'all definitely exactly. lose against the Giants on the 28th, too. Man, shut oh up. Oh, my gosh. Please. All right, all right, Envy. You got to keep your hopes up for a new quarterback. <laughs> Oops, that was an accident. Mm-hmm. Hey, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I'm a disabled veteran, man. I've been gone for a couple years, man, and I'm back here in the United States, back in my home state, Massachusetts. And I just want to say, man, I'm, I'm disgusted with the genocide on black America. Disgusted with it, man. It, 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 it's crazy. It's not like this everywhere in the world. It's not like this everywhere in America. But almost everywhere, about 99% of the country just blows my mind, man. And I've been kind of, I don't want to say shielded, but hidden away in the military for the last five, six years. And then coming back to reality, man, it's, it's crazy. Oh. It's crazy. All right, brother. Well, we appreciate What's your up? service, sir. the holidays, guys. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Jesus. Right. Hello, who's this? Anything else you want to put on What's the phone? What's up, man? Acknowledge, man. Board? How y'all been doing, man? Happy holidays. Knowledge. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I, hey, ain't no get off the chest, man. Charlamagne was in Dallas a couple weeks ago. It was dope. He brought the culture. Like, he brought all the culture out, all the people that got podcasts, startups, everybody who got a brand. And it was dope. And I love Dallas. He brought, that, he brought that winning vibe for the Cowboys. So, hey, Charlamagne, can you come back? <laughs> get out of here. Man, I would, I would, I, I, Dallas, Dallas is one of my favorite places, man. If I was living in Dallas, I would go to the Potter House to see Bishop T.D. Jakes every week. And my book agent, Jan Miller, is out there. I love Jan. I love Dallas. You Dallas gotta, is beautiful. You got to come to the day parties, man. We, we throw them like none other, no other. Oh, that's no when you lost it, man. Yeah, I'm not, a, I, I don't do the party thing, my brother. I, I, I can tell, man, you don't like a lot of people around you, too. <laughs> that's a fact. Well, thank you, glad you know. Okay, <laughs> he knows you well. You should, hey, you should have seen me at the Global Citizens Festival when I looked around that stadium and realized there was eighty thousand people in there, and Beyonce was on stage doing Halo, and everybody was all in their feelings. And I said, you know what, time Tell to go. <laughs> My wife was like, you want to go now? Yes, you know me. All right, let's go. All and I was right. glad I did. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You, we got rumors on the way. Yes, but last night I told you I was at the Surviving R. Kelly screening from Lifetime. It's their documentary series. And the survivors were there as well, as well as R. Kelly's ex-wife. And then something crazy happened. I'll tell you what went down, and I'll give you the official statement from Lifetime. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Breakfast Club. Now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. 
This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, it was late last night, and Cardi B made this announcement on her Instagram page. I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now, and we're really good friends, and you know we're really good business partners, and we got a lot of love for each other, but things just haven't been working out between us for a long time, and it's nobody's fault. It's just like, I guess we grew out of love, but we're not together anymore. I don't know, it might take time to get a divorce, and I'm going to always have a lot of love for him because he is my daughter's father, and yeah. Damn, Cardi, you could have waited until Offset drops his album because now Offset has to answer these questions on his promo run. All right, well, he posted after that, y'all won. So I guess a lot of people were trying to come in between them. We I'm sure that's how it feels. all these different stories. Press and everything. I'm sure that's how this it feels. This could all be a publicity stunt, too, because Offset is dropping a single today. I don't think Cardi would do a publicity yeah, stunt. Yeah, I don't know about that. What stranger things have happened in this business? With her relationship. I don't know if she would want to play like that. but And it could be emotional. It could be today, and they, you know, talk it out. Uh, at the end of the week. I mean, that's how relationships and marriages work sometimes. Yeah, no need to rush. I mean, I can't tell somebody what to she do. She might have just been frustrated with something, and that's who true. knows. But I guess we'll find out more. She's always very transparent. Just always remember, if you love somebody, you'll let them cheat on you. <laughs> what? All right, now let's discuss this Surviving R. Kelly documentary series. It's actually going to be on Lifetime in January. They had the premiere last night. I was all set to moderate the panel. And on the panel were seven of the survivors from R. Kelly that were featured in the documentary as well, including his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly. Uh, but unfortunately, somebody called in a gun threat, and we had to evacuate the building. Now, Lifetime did release a statement at tonight's premiere of Lifetime's documentary series Surviving R. Kelly at Newey House, Madison Square. Several anonymous threats were called in as a precaution. The network elected to evacuate the building. The safety and security of our panel, guests, and staff is of paramount importance to Lifetime. So we were in there. They probably showed about maybe 20 minutes of the documentary so far. And then all of a sudden, it was everybody got to get out. Everybody got to get out. Uh, there were cops everywhere. Now, I'm not saying R. Kelly called this in. But it, was, it was a call from Chicago. But we've seen this movie before. <laughs> Didn't R. Kelly refuse to perform at the Garden back in the day when he was on tour with Jay-Z? Yes. And and he said he saw a gunman uh, in the crowd, so he refused to go out on stage or Correct. something like that. Yes. That was the night he got pepper sprayed. Tata, get the pepper spray. Drop one of the clues bombs for Tata, damn it. Where's Tata when you needed him last night? Tata doesn't want to be looked at as that anymore, okay? Well, things, I mean, he's, he's evolved. He's evolved. We, we all have a past, okay? <laughs> We're just re- reminiscing right now. All right, so I uh, listen. But shout out to all the women that were present that were telling their stories. Very brave move. I saw I posted this on social media yesterday, and people were still tweeting things like, F them, they're lying on R. Kelly. These hoes want to come up. It's like, you know how difficult it was for these women to come forward? His ex-wife, who he has three kids with, to I mean, actually tell her how story. How was the documentary? How was it? Um, so it? it's a six-part series. I only saw two of okay. the six parts so far. It's a lot of, uh, I mean, R. Kelly has a lot of evidence against him. <laughs> they actually yeah. featured 54 people on this. Yeah, I mean, when His you own family members. The, we saw a sex tape. He married Aaliyah. There was a birth certificate when she was 15. Like, I mean, it's a lot of evidence against her. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is they do start off the documentary talking about his own past. They show the interview with Tavis Smiley where he discusses being molested by a family member starting at age 7. And then they had a clinical psychologist on to describe what that does to somebody's psyche. So it's not... They're trying to show everything, and they did reach out to R. Kelly, and they said that several times. He did not choose to comment, of course. Was Dream there? Dream Hampton? No, she was still in South Africa. Yeah, I saw her uh, Sunday in South Africa. Drop on the clues bonds for Dream Hampton. Yeah, she wasn't able to make it. Dreamy fresh. All right, and now let's discuss uh, Meek Mill. Meek Mill was on with Angie Martinez, Mm -hmm. and he was discussing beef, and can beef go too far? Yeah, it ain't no such thing as going too hard. I would tell Drake that when I see him, so there's no... I'm just telling you, I come from with saying we would smoke your mom. Like, yeah. we would lay on your mom's house and smoke her. Your dad is a rat. Your sister is a hoe. Like, is for real. <laughs> so you subscribe to that, that there's no rules to, to, no. to it. It wasn't no rules on me. The internet was, they had the memes, all that shit. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. We knew that already, though. There's no rules when you're beefing, and that's why you should never beef with someone who gives an F less than you, because on a scale of 1 to 10 of going too far, your 10 might be a 2 or 3 to them. Right, and he should know. He went through his beef, as he said, so... And I just would like to point out that our producer, uh, Dan, my guy, Dan, didn't know what smook was. <laughs> but Meek was saying smoke. That was the Philly accent. <laughs> he was like, should we bleep this? Mom. He said, should we bleep this? I don't know. What is smook your mom? <laughs> he said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
All right, Nico also <laughs> tweeted out, how about I just drop another album before the year over? So nah, maybe nah, gonna I gotta, this one is so amazing. Gotta enjoy this more. Don't do he that. might have had so many songs done, though. You could keep him to next year. That he was like, look, I'm ready to go. I, I like Nico a lot, but Hype Beast are crazy. Hype Beast be going crazy for... for what you mean? Because I'm hearing album of the year talk, and I'm I hearing think so. I think Jay-Z exactly spit the best verse he ever spit in his life. I think that, I think album like, talk of the year is, is a great talk. It's, it's, it's a great it, conversation. It conversation, I but think it's still early. That conversation. It's still early. Think how long we've lived with Nipsey Hussle, and how long we've lived with J-Rock this year, and Daytona about Pusha T. Like, Meek just came out. Give it some time. I feel that way with this album. I think it definitely could be in that conversation. Well, it's going to be selling uh, almost 300,000 units, supposedly, now in the first week. So I guess we'll know that soon as well. It should be selling more than that. Go stream it. Go pick it up. It's an amazing project. If you haven't heard it, go get it. I just don't like, I don't, I don't like when me raps about girls, though. I don't like none of his girls. Why? That's not I for you, though. I know it's not. That's not for you. I really don't. That I skip is, over uh, all the girls. The LMA record what was the name of that song? The, the, um, I, listen, I, more. I like that record. I like it was stuff a like one. What was it called? Where he was talking about he almost fell in love Slippery. with a dot. Slippery. Oh, oh, yeah. Slippery. Almost slipped. I know that young lady got to be mad. I like stuff like championships and cold hearted. But he has to have different sides. He has a side for for the streets inside for that race. He's multi-dimensional. I ain't mad at that. I don't like the girl records. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and you. that's your rumor report. Keyword girl records. <laughs> oh, you, that's why you love them. I like, I like the whole album. I know. I like I know, boo. Why you calling me, boo? You miss me. I did miss you. You miss me. Look at that. You miss me. Me and me 24 7. You miss me. Can we pull that up right now? Okay. Boo's talking to me right now. I don't think it's in the system. (laughs) I don't think Meek intended. Never mind. (laughs) What? Meek better get all of this audience if you want to sell over 300,000. All right. I I just meant in particular for you to Hey, you don't. Green is green, even if it's gay. All right? Get the money. (laughs) What? All All right. right. Front page news is next year. What are we talking about? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no. uh, we are going to be talking about uh, Fortnite. Can that game ruin kids' lives? Is it like being addicted to heroin? And also, Jacquees will be joining us next hour, right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Philo is the best way to watch TV, live or on demand. More than 50 channels you love, like VH1, BET, and, of course, Revolt. Best part? Philo is just $20 a month. Find out for yourself with a free trial, no credit card needed. Text BREAKFAST to 74456. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Jacquees, what's up, sir? Yeah, what's happening, man? It's your first time here. Yeah, first time ever. I'm happy to be here. Well, that's amazing, and it's a good time for you, too. Yeah, yeah, perfect time. Things have been popping. We saw you on the Soul Train Awards. Y'all like it? Yeah, good job. Yeah, shout out to Soul Train BT, man. How was the response for Tisha you for that? Tisha Campbell, Tashina. Oh, it was great. It was it was everything I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my first time inside an award show performing. But how'd yeah. you get started into R&B? How'd you get started into singing? Well, when I was when I was young, my mom used to always play, like, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Jodeci, all that type of stuff around the house. And uh, when I was nine, I got into a talent show. My elementary school is called Camby Lane Elementary. And I won the talent show. It was the first year they did uh, Camby Lane Idol. It was like when American Idol was real big. And I won. I was the first one to win. And um, after that, I just took it. You know what I'm saying? It was a dude in my neighborhood that put me in the studio when I was like 12. And now they put you in the studio and then uh, uh, Birdman heard you. Now, Stunner heard me years later. Cause let's, let's talk about how you got signed and got your deal. Yeah, yeah. So um, I remember I was, on, uh, I was on like 285. I was going to hit 85. I remember I called my manager, John Boy. And I remember I had just dropped 19, this project I dropped, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm at the end of the rope, like, for an independent artist, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't got nothing else to do. Like, this was before I had the knowledge and knowing, like, what an, indep- like, what an independent artist could do. Mm-hmm. You know, I had felt like, damn, I ain't on TV, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? All my fans seeing other artists come up and passing me, you know, I feel like I'm a, I had felt like I was a big dog, you know, right. but I had felt like, damn, like, people passing me, so... I remember I called John Boy and I was like, "Bro, we need to we need to figure something out." Cause I was like, "I need to do something different." You know, I wanna, I really wanna get a deal. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I really wanna get with Birdman. You feel me? I was like, if I sign to anybody, I need to get with Stunner, cause he really gonna understand what I'm trying to do. What made you? What made you feel that way? Why? Bird? Cause I knew my image, like you know what I'm saying. Like I knew, like I wasn't finna switch it up. You know what I'm saying? I knew Stunner would just get with it. Mm-hmm. I remember I had called um. Me and Corn, you know what I'm saying? We're real tight. You know, that's my that's my brother. Mm-hmm. This is before I met Thug. Before me and Thug got real tight. So um. I remember I called Corey. Well, Jonathan called Corey. Corey didn't answer the phone. Corey, that's Corey's daddy. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, he answered the phone for Jonathan. I'm like, man, I'm finna call him. You know what I'm saying? So I called Corey, and he answered the phone. And I was like, um, bro, I want to get with Birdman. You feel me? I'm, like, I'm looking for a situation. So he was like, damn, I'm with Birdman right now. 
I was like, listen, play on my music. You know what I'm saying? Play on that song that me and Quan just did. Mm -hmm. And on the third call, it was Birdman. Mm -hmm. Stoner was like, uh, I'm going to put you down. And I remember like two, three days later, <laughs> I went and met him. You feel me? I went and met him on the bus. And I remember when I met him on the bus, he just sat in front of me, like on the table, like on the two bus table. He just sat in front of me. And bro was just staring at me for like a minute straight. You feel me? And everybody just looking around the room and shit. And then he was just like shaking his head. And he was just like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to put you down. And then... Yeah, we did it. How long did it take for him to, to, to actually close the deal and everything? Like a two weeks, a week. So it was quick? Yeah, it was quick, super quick. At the time when Bird was, was beefing with, with Wayne, did you ever say, well, maybe I shouldn't do this, or maybe I should wait it out to see what happens? Or you I just... mean, I always stood with, with uh, Stunner. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Wayne, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know him personally, you know what I'm saying? And all my loyalty lies with Birdman, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to work with Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? That's my favorite artist, you know what I'm saying, since I was a, since I was a kid. Seems like it might happen too, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it will. I talked to Mac the other day. I told him that uh, I need Wayne on my new album. Like, I got to have him on my new album. Mm -hmm. Like, that's one of my dreams. You feel me? When I was young, I thought I was Wayne, <laughs> and everybody else thought I was Wayne too. You know what I'm saying? Birdman <laughs> probably was like, "Yeah, this is gonna this work." This remind me of Lil Wayne a little bit. Probably so. You, like, you know what I'm okay. saying? I ain't gonna lie, I know that was in his head. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You know, even when when it was having the rumors that uh, Cash Money weren't paying, you, you didn't get nervous at all. Hell no, nah, because I would get my money. What was the first thing you bought when you got your your first check? It was a car chain. Oh, watch. I bought a chain. I bought the Jeep. A Jeep. Yeah, I bought the Jeep. Jeep Wrangler. Yep, I still got it too. You still got it. I spent twenty eight thousand on it. An NFL dude had he didn't want it no more. And you bought a cash. It was, yeah, it was booted up and everything. Yeah, had like a come up. Had the beat in the back, red inside. It was mad at the time. You know, I don't wrapped it. Now I turned it uh orange. Mm -hmm. Not on this one to it, but yep, twenty eight thousand out of those. How so, many cars you got? Like, what I got a Jeep, a Bentley, a Lambo, and a Ferrari. Got four cars. Mm -hmm. And my mama don't got cars and all types. My mama got a Porsche, mansion, everything. Your mom is chilling. Yeah, she's going to get married next week, too. But, uh, Are you paying for the wedding? Yeah, yeah, you already know. You, so you like the guy, then? I love him. That's my uh, my best friend, daddy. We grew up in the hood together. You know so wait, saying? wait. Your best friend's daddy is marrying your mom? Yeah, so crazy. So how did that work out when they're dating? Don't it feel like a little awkward? Like, nah, because they ain't know each other in the hood. Oh. You know what I'm saying? See, we stayed in the first house, like 4275. That was the first house. And my boy stayed right here. So his daddy was in the army. You know what I'm saying? So his dad wasn't really there. Mm -hmm. So when we was in school and shit, his dad be in the army, come back for the come back for the summer, but then both used to leave every summer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? It was one of the things where you see each other in the yard and just wave. Mm -hmm. yeah. They really linked up on Facebook. Oh, really? Facebook. I think it's Facebook. I know it's Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my mama heavy on Facebook. And he heavy on Facebook. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's cute. So now your friend is your brother. Yeah, he's my he always he's been brother. My, he yeah, always my brother. And it's so crazy because his dad, we always called him Pops in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? He's, he was always Pops, and now he Pops. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, hope, hopefully everybody else, you know. Nah, nah, we love Pops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Pops. I know he's going to see this. You know, Pops be on the internet. So are you going to sing at the wedding? Nah, I ain't singing because I don't want it to be about me. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be about my mama. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of times where we have events, and people always want to take pictures with me and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I always be like, man, let's just kick it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have some more people perform. I'm going to have, uh, I think I'm going to have my group. You know, I got an R&B group, Bluff City. I think they're going to perform Okay. At the, at the wedding. You know what I'm saying? What does your mom think about? Like, does she listen to your lyrics and be like, this is how you treat women? See, I remember when I first started cussing and shit. <laughs> I remember I was in high school. I was like, you know, I'm finna start talking about this. You feel me? Like, this is what I'm doing. You know, you try not to yeah, say it, but then you clear it. <laughs> and then she liked it, though. You know, she was like, this it. You know, and when I got my mama okay, it was just like, oh, it's time. Mm -hmm. And I just turned it on more. You know, I just started really talking about what I was doing, like what I was going through, what I was experiencing. Like, all my music is an experience, like. Everything I talk about is, like, real. Like, I'm really walking in it. Like, I'm young, you know what I'm saying? I'm 24, you know what I'm saying? Still going through life, so I really just write about everything I'm going through. Anyway. How often do you bring girls home to meet your mom? Not a lot. You know, I used to. When I was in high school, I used to let everybody meet my mama. Like, I was always so good. You feel me? I used to let them meet them. But then when I got older, I, I understood, like, that's a special a girl. moment. Yeah, I understood, mm -hmm. like, damn, I can't just let y'all meet my mama because it started being a thing where it's like my sister and them and have events and everybody will be there. Then I might have a girlfriend, then she feel disrespected because she like, damn, how everybody at the crib? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, you know, I done introduced everybody to my mama. So now as a man, you know what I'm saying, I don't really introduce everybody to my mama. You know what I'm saying? If you meet my mama, then it's like you kind of somewhat special, you know what I'm saying? You kind of somewhat might got a shot. You seem like a nice guy now. On a song like you, right, I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit. What kind of bullshit comes with being with you? With me? Yeah. Like if a this? girl, what would girls this say? This right here, the industry. Like, people have a problem with that, and I don't understand that. Like, you got some females, which is the females that's not doing this in the industry. They don't understand the industry. You got some that understand this. You got some that really get mad at videos and shit. Like, hiding the you videos, how I was with the pictures, and I was like, damn, it's a video. That's real life shit. 
You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because you'd be like, damn, it's a video. You know what I'm saying? They really don't understand. But you, you gotta got to understand that because if you had a girl in the industry, she was doing the same thing, you might feel a little. But not if I was there. If if I got your respect and we got each other respect, if that's your job, I know who I am. So I ain't one of them dudes who'd be like, damn, I'm like, you're my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you were dating a girl and she calls you, like, on FaceTime? Like, I'm with Wayne right now, and I know you want to do a song together. Here, say hi to Wayne. Like, the, the girls I f*** with ain't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's corny. Yeah, you yeah do that. like, they ain't going to do that. You shouldn't even be having that yeah, conversation they not for gonna, me. Yeah, they not going to do that. Like, that's disrespectful. That's that's corny. See, all, everything changed when you become a celebrity. Like, you know, when you're a star and your girl got a celebrity crush, you be cool with it because you be like, I'm just a in the hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could like that all day. Little man crush Monday. Action. Yeah, but then when you become a star, it's like, I be seeing this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now we have more with Jacquees. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jacquees is in the building. Now, you you still um, suing uh, Miami, Florida for the incident that happened out there? What oh, were you ever suing them? I, I seen oh, yeah, no, nah, f- Miami. I mean, excuse me. I love Miami, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what happened in that incident? It looked like you was doing nothing. And then all I wasn't was... doing nothing, bro. You got to understand, we had seven seven Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Mm-hmm. I had the Lamb. It was me and C. Trill. I was in the front following my manager. You feel me? He had the truck. And uh, a police walked in front of me. You got to understand, we ain't have, it was nothing on us, nothing, anything. You feel me? It was clean cut, everything. You know what I mean? But it was too many cars. You know what I'm saying? We all like, you know what I'm saying? You know, we all how we is. So the police. Walked in front of me, so I was talking to my homeboy. I like, man, you he jaywalking. You feel me? I like, bro. You, you said the cop jaywalking. Yeah, I like, bro, jaywalking. So he was like, what? Turn around, pull over. I'm still creeping too. I'm still driving. So he like, stop the car. So I start the car. He like, get out the car. So I get out the car. So he like, you under arrest. I'm like, for what? You feel me? So that's when I pull my hand back, and that's when you see the video. Then you gotta understand, he didn't turn. He was supposed to turn in his video footage. Right. Cause you know the police wear a camera Body now. Camera. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand when police pull you over anything, or they cut it on. When we was in the car, he told he was telling me so much stuff. So when we went to court, he was what po- was he saying? Man, what he told me like, bro, if these folks went out here, bro, you know that like it was so much. Like really? it was like I I don't beat it, but you know what I'm saying. It was just so much he said. Like he didn't turn in his camera footage. You know what I'm saying? Like so I won the case. You know what I'm saying? I be, I beat all I beat all my cases. You know, thank God. And then something happened with it on on a Delta flight. Everything, bro. <laughs> what happened with that? <laughs> I just can't. Like on the Delta flight, it was another. That was my first incident ever. And ever, it was just like you know, bro. I forgot somebody said something to me. I just snapped back. You know what I'm saying? Now you catch me, you say anything to me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say nothing to you. They said you said to him, you were just a white cop with a badge or something like ah, a white yeah, boy with man. a badge. I was, I was in another mindset. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And honestly, too, and the only reason I did that is because he told me to stop singing. Oh really? Yeah, he was like, stop singing, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the boy kind of pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I had to clap back, but that's back when I felt like I had to get even with people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I feel like, you know what I'm saying? F you. And what's wrong with singing anyway? Shouldn't we want people to walk around happy singing? I don't know, man. It was a sad. But you know what? I was in, like, you know, sometimes when I'm tired in the airport, I be getting in them little wheelchairs and wheeling myself around. <laughs> well, let her do it. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes folks be pissed off. Then I'll be speaking to everybody. <laughs> it was a holiday. I was wishing everybody good. You know what I'm saying? I was singing and shit. From the wheelchair. Yeah. But it was all good energy. But he wasn't <laughs> with it. Uh, and what happened with the, with the LMA record? You know, uh, you did a, a remix yeah. to your own. I with LMA. What happened with Shout that? out to her, too, because her really my homie. You know what I'm saying? I with her forever. For That's my dog. So y'all good? Y'all cool? Yeah, but I ain't talked to her since, uh, since all that happened because I mean you know what I'm saying but you gotta think what like, happened what, what was the I mean, incident it's like this song over. like bro I really love Trip, and I remember I DM LMA I was like I love Trip. I thought she was gonna hit me back cause we had just had some shows together like you gotta think LMA had came to the Chris Brown concert you know I opened up for Chris on the Heartbreak Tour mm-hmm. and when she seen my name on the door my, my security told me she was like I wanna meet Jacquees and when I came backstage to meet her she was like I've been a fan of you for like six years he was like you know we gonna work one day you know we was all talking about you know good you know what I'm saying I remember I did Trip. And I remember I put it out, and LMA commented on it. She put all the fire up under the right. shit, you know what I'm saying, on the video. And so, you know, the video blew up or whatever, and, you know, my shit got snatched down, you know what I'm saying? I understand, because, you know, it was other people that had remixes to her songs, like Fab mm-hmm. shit, T-Pain, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? His boot up, still up, put Jacquee shit down. They say Mustard took it down. It's all love at the end of the day. You, you know, I ain't out why? Why he took it down? I mean, you know, they said, they thought we was trying to monetize off of it. Oh. You know what I mean? But, you know, the you record. You can find it on Pornhub. Yeah, you definitely going to go watch oh, a Porn flick Hub. and go find it. Yeah. Why on Pornhub? Yeah, why That's where they got it at. Really? Yeah, yeah that was everywhere, bro. When they snatched it off the internet, people was putting that everywhere. Trying you can to watch, watch a porn and listen to it. Listen to it. Yeah, that's man. how you heard it. Yeah? That's you how you heard it. I just know that if you want to find it, that's how you heard it. That's how you heard it. 
I don't know if that's my first. She ain't said SoundCloud. She ain't said YouTube. She went straight to You can find it on SoundCloud, right? Little kinky nah, ass. Nah, you can find it on Pornhub. If you want to find it right now, go to Pornhub. You know Jacquees be on Pornhub. Yeah, I don't no want cap. that in my history. My daughter See, be on my does. laptop. So I ain't gonna nah, if I'm, if I'm with somebody. You say if you're with If somebody, they want to watch it. You watch porn with women? If they want to. Like what category? Uh, Ebony. Okay. <laughs> That's it, just ebony. Just ebony. Yeah, just type Not in ebony. Any type of like, you know, more multiple women. We can I learned watch about. I learned about gaping the other day. What the? What's that? That's what I said. I don't want to hear about it. Just imagine a big gaping hole. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I only want to. I don't want no knowledge of that. And it just won't close back up. I don't want no knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> just type in ebony. <laughs> just type in ebony. <laughs> yeah. All right. The album is out right now. <laughs> Make sure you go pick it up, and we appreciate yeah. you for stopping through. Man, you supposed to come through before. He said I don't the tour know what starts happened. January twelfth, right? Yeah, yeah, January twelfth. Mm-hmm. I posted, came. I don't know what happened. I don't know. All right, but you here now, and we appreciate yeah. you for joining us. I appreciate and you'll be back again for the new album. Yes, twenty nineteen. We dropping early too, so be like, be ready for a surprise. You know what I'm saying? The Super Bowl in Atlanta this year. So, oh. do you yeah. ever? Did they ever confuse you with uh, Jacquee from uh, Love Hip Hop all the time? I ain't, I ain't never heard of her. No disrespect. Uh-huh. You know I don't watch that. I'm saying. No, I'm saying. All right, well, there you have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jacquees. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? You made it back from South Africa, man. How I was sure your trip, did. man, to the motherland? I really enjoyed South Africa. I told y'all before, and you know, I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way, but you know how transgenders always say they feel like they're in the wrong body? I feel like uh, I'm in the wrong body here in America. Mm. Felt, felt, Felt right in Africa. I love in it, South man. Africa in Johannesburg. It felt right. At Johannesburg is amazing. Like I said, I go twice a year. I really enjoy. It. What was your favorite part of Johannesburg? Uh, probably the apartheid, apartheid museum. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but I enjoyed like just walking through the mall, walking through Nelson Mandela Square Mall because Square, uh-huh. it showed you how small the world really is. Like mm-hmm. you know, if it used to be six degrees of separation because of the internet, it's like a half a degree. Right. These people were showing love like we come on there every morning. Yeah, all because mm-hmm. of YouTube. Absolutely. But drop on the clues bomb for Johannesburg. I had a bomb. Did you go? And how'd you like the hotel? You stayed at the uh, Michelangelo. The Michelangelo. You got they got little ass gym. You go to gym. I went to the gym with little gym. Yeah, I went to the gym. How, how was you the didn't food? like the gym. No, no, I was, I was, I was explaining I what it looks like. I, yeah, I, I had a uh, small gym though. I, I didn't like my gym experience only because the weights only went up to like forty, 50. and I didn't have a a plug they go to plug to in my music. Yeah, so that's have, so uh, funny because you know I just I went have to that Johannesburg for the first time in September, and the gym I was at there at the hotel we were at was the best gym I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. But we were, it had a whole outdoor track that went around outside the whole entire hotel. It had track. pools. It had like three floors. Whoa. Somebody right. said they saw you recently in Johannesburg. I, when I was there, it was like, Angela Yee. I just saw Angela Yee. I was just there in September. Okay. And one of my friends that came with me went back again already. That's how much she loved it. I love she it. cried as soon as she got off the plane. Really? Mm-hmm. Listen, I felt an instant connection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people feel like they feel disconnected when they go because it's a bunch of people that look like you and, you know, they're, they're, they're speaking a different language and they're referring to their tribe mm-hmm. so you feel a disconnection that's kind of like how my wife felt even though she loved it but i felt the inst- instant connection yeah, i did too i, I read I, michelle I obama's it. book too and michelle obama said the same thing she said the first time she went to uh nairobi i think it was nairobi mm-hmm. she said she felt like she had been robbed of her culture she didn't feel a, a connection I you know what it. happened when i was there that was right that time when the shoe throwing incident happened with cardi b and Nicki minaj and i was there for a women's hip-hop event mm-hmm. but when i tell you they're so supportive of each other like the women there they love each other they support each other it was very much unified and i remember thinking like damn why can't things be like this back home yeah, I, love to build a I, I love it i love the coach i love the nightlife i love the food i love the restaurants i love going to the museum and all that like and i, I ain't really no have a great season, time by the way. Yeah, you don't need shots to I'm go not, to south yeah, africa what what, what well, uh, Johannesburg. Johannesburg, Cape Town. South Africa, I don't think you need shots. And, but I am sneezing a lot now. I don't know what that got to do you with it. probably just got a cold from flying, bro. <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Right. I enjoyed the 14-hour flight, too, by the way. I, f- I fall right out. Sleep. I love oh, it. What? I, I got through, like, the first two parts of Michelle Obama book, and I got me some good rest. I feel great. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, you, we got rooms on the good planes you can poop in. I don't ever feel comfortable pooping on the plane, but there's no way I was going 14 hours. You still pooped on the plane? Pooping. Oh, I, I definitely pooped on yeah, the plane. Yeah, I definitely did it. Oh, that's your I went before I got on. I went before I went on. Cleared and I myself went, out. And I went right as soon as I landed. I'm very regular. Okay? Ain't gonna, ain't, I, don't, I don't stop my bowels for nothing. All right? My yes. bowels is a movement by themselves. Yes. But they're a force when we together. All right, muddy butt. Yeah. We got rumors on the way. Yes, and we got to give a big shout-out to our guy, Kevin Hart. We'll tell you why. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, 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 time. 
opportunity. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, shout out to Drake. He was Spotify's most streaming artist of 2018. And it turns out he's also the most streaming artist on Apple Music as well, Spotify and Apple. So that's huge for him. According to Billboard, he is the top artist of 2018. Guess who's number two? Who? Post Malone. Boom. Mayonnaise music. Number three is Ed Sheeran. Number four is Taylor Swift. And number five is Cardi B. Drop on the clues bombs for Ed Sheeran and Cardi B. You can hold the mayonnaise on Post Malone and Taylor Swift, though. All right, so congratulations to him. Nice not, boy. Not my jar, man. Uh, now, Kevin Hart, another big congratulations. He's going to be hosting the 91st Oscar ceremony. Congratulations. Wow, drop on the clues bombs for Kevin Hart. We'll be watching that. That's going to be on February 24th. He posted, for years, I had been asked if I would ever host the Oscars, and my answer was always the same. I said it would be the opportunity of a lifetime for me as a comedian and that it will happen when it's supposed to. I'm so happy to say that the day has finally come for me to host the Oscars. I'm blown away simply because this has been a goal on my list for a long time. That's legendary, yes, so congratulations. Not, not mad at that. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart is somebody we watched come up from the ground up, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's, it's very interesting to see him... When was that? Ten years ago uh, at Caroline's. At Caroline's. And sold he had, out. Yeah, those eight sold out shows, maybe ten sold out shows. He and, knew what he was doing. And everybody was talking about the rise of Kevin Hart. And now, look, ten years later, mm-hmm. he's hosting the Oscars. All right. And Cardi B, unfortunately, she has announced that she's broken up with her husband, Offset. Here's what she had to say. I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now. And we're really good friends. And, you know, we're really good business partners. And we got a lot of love for each other. But... Things just haven't been working out between us for a long time, and it's nobody's fault. It's just like, I guess we grew out of love, but we're not together anymore. I don't know. It might take time to get a divorce, and I'm going to always have a lot of love for him because he is my daughter's father, and yeah. I don't believe it. Offset is dropping a single today. His album's coming out. You know what I'm saying? She wouldn't break up with him at a time like this, knowing he got to answer all of these questions I about them being. Well, we don't know what's going on single. in their personal life. So, hey, I'm Cardi sure Spanish from the Bronx. They break up with you every 24 hours. Now that is like, true. So I don't. Bad. I don't want to minimize whatever they, it is that she's going. They might through. get it back so together. It maybe could be they emotional. will, but let's give them marriage. their own time to see if they do or don't work it out. That's their decision. Hopefully, they figure and, it out. And I will say, if you love somebody, you know what I'm saying. If you love, if you truly love a person. You'll let them cheat on you. Now you won't let them keep cheating on you, but you'll let them cheat on you. No. And that goes for men or women. And that's not true. People react differently. If you cheat on somebody and you get caught, you can't help how they're going to react. Some people might stay with you, and some people might say, "I'm done. I can't handle this. I know mentally this is not good for me." But if you truly love a person, you you know you'll forgive them. I've I've forgiven my woman for cheating on me. She's forgiven me for cheating on her. You know it it happens when you. Some people might say, "If you truly love someone, you won't cheat." Too. That's true too. But you know you get you got to get to those points. There's levels to this uh, relationship thing. It's marriage. All right, now let's discuss Lena Dunham. She has apologized. Dunham. Yeah. Lena Dunham. That's what she cooking for Christmas. Lena Dunham. <laughs> the ham done. Lena, Dun- <laughs> Lena Dunham. She's apologizing to the alleged victim for one of the producers for the show Girls that she was on. If you guys remember when all of this happened, uh, you know, she, she, the producer was accused, Miller was accu- Murray Miller was accused of sexually assaulting actress Aurora Perrineau when she was 17 years old back in 2012. She told her whole story, and that's when Lena Dunham said that, you know, this was one of the 3% of assault cases that was not true. Well, now she's released a statement apologizing to Aurora. She said, you have been on my mind and in my heart every day this year. I love you. I will work to right that wrong. And that way you have made me a better woman and a better feminist. She admitted that she mistook her self-awareness to having internalized a dominant male agenda that asked us to defend it no matter what, protect it no matter what. She said, my job now is to excavate that part of myself to create a new cavern inside me where a candle stays lit and illuminates the wall behind it where those words are written. I see you, Aurora. I hear you. I believe you. So what made her change her mind? Did she find out the guy actually did it? Um, Well, I guess she felt like she didn't want to denounce this woman who this was her truth of saying that she was sexually assaulted. I think there were certain... things in the story that were changing and revealing itself and so on that's and what so forth. She like said that. she had blind faith in a story that kept slipping and changing and revealed itself to mean nothing at all. That's what I'm saying. The new evidence present itself for her to change her mind because I you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't want her to change her mind because people put pressure on her to change it. Like if you feel your man is innocent, that's fine. You have the right to say that. Right. Well she's admitting that she now realizes in hindsight that she made a mistake. 
So whatever it was that convinced that her. Yeah, that was the reason she changed. She had to that, change her heart. And I just want to show some love to all the women who came out yesterday for the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries premiere event. That whole thing got evacuated because of a gun threat. But uh, shout out to the women who were brave enough to come forward to tell their truths that are in that documentary. There's about uh, 54 people featured on this six-part series that's going to be on Lifetime. And among the people that were there were some of his abuse accusers like Kitty Jones, Johanna Pace, Lisa Van Allen, Asante McGee, Lizette Martinez, Andrea Kelly. Uh, so shout out to them. And just let the record show. Uh, I don't know if R. Kelly called this thread in or somebody on his team, but he did do this at the Garden years ago when he was performing with Jay-Z and he didn't want to perform anymore. Yeah, he didn't get on stage. said that it was a gunman in the crowd. And, you know, then he ended up getting pepper sprayed by Tata. That's that's. He, Tata got arrested for that, right? He paid his debt to society, didn't he? Yeah, I think yes, so. I think it's not he a did. secret. Dropping a clues bomb for Tata. Tata doesn't want to be looked at self-defense. that anymore. Yeah, it was self-defense. It He's was, evolved. It was self-defense. R. Kelly tried to pee on Tata. Yo, see, Tata see, pepper see. sprayed see? R. Kelly. That's the see? story, Don't put people. that on Tata That's the, I didn't say he, he did it. I said he tried to. He said I tried to you do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tata hates when you talk about that story. He said he's evolved. He doesn't want to go back to that, man. All right, I'm Angela Yee. That's your rumor report. I saw Tata this weekend. Dropping a clues bomb for Tata. I definitely slipped in a little pepper spray line when I was talking to Tata yeah, this week. He go pepper spray your yes, ass one yes, day. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil. Possible. <laughs> Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, December 5th goes to a young rapper from Miami, Florida named Little Pump. Y'all know Little Pump. Uh, mm -hmm. The kids love him. If you're an old head like me, then you heard that little bop before. Uh, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Yes, your kids, nephews, and nieces, some child in your life has annoyed the hell out of you playing and singing that record over and over. That is Little Pump, right? Yes. He's okay. also on a Ye record, the new, uh, yes, you're such uh, a... You're such an effing hoe. I love, I love it. it. Yes. Uh, I'm not even going to hold you. I just found out this morning that Lil Pump is from Florida. And you know what your Uncle Shala always says about Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. So Lil Pump has no choice but to be a little off because he is from the Sunshine State. But if you haven't heard, uh, Lil Pump was arrested in Denmark. Um, Copenhagen, to be exact. Little Pump and his crew were detained for an unknown reason. Uh, sources tell TMZ someone in their crew was holding something illegal. I don't even know what that means. Was it a gun, a blunt, a fake Gucci belt? Are fake Gucci belts illegal? They are, right? To sell them. Yeah, to sell, to sell them. them. Yeah. yeah. If they're yeah. not illegal, they should be. Uh, now, if you are getting detained out of the country, you should be cool. You should be cool when you're getting detained anywhere because you want to get, you know, out as soon as possible. You want to get out of the way of law enforcement as fast as you can. But like most kids his age, Little Pump had other plans when he was detained. And those plans included social media. Uh, kids, once again, this is an example of the things you do online can get you jammed up offline. See, as Little Pump was being taken to the police station, he decided to go on IG Live. Now, I don't know why he wasn't in handcuffs. I don't know how they do things in Denmark, but Little Pump was in a van and he got on IG Live to do what? To act tough. To taunt the police. To act like he didn't give a damn about what the police was talking about and had the nerve to flip the police off behind their back. Can we hear some of it? Because he didn't talk too much. He was just stunting for the stunting for the gram. Look, can we hear what he said? Yeah. That's right, real Florida. Real Florida. You know what I'm saying? Get locked up anywhere. That's real Florida. All right? Uh, that's all you need to hear. Because that's all he was saying. He knew better than to have that real Florida energy with the police. That real Florida energy would have been to tell those punk-ass cops to suck your D from the back. But you knew better. But what you didn't realize was flipping off cops on IG isn't really doing it behind their back. <laughs> right? It's doing it for the world to see. And the cops found out. And when the cops found out, they decided to detain him a lot longer. So long, in fact, that his concert on Tuesday night was canceled. The Live Nation website for the show says it's due to unexpected events. Yes, that unexpected event happened to be stupid gang, stupid gang, stupid gang, stupid gang, stupid gang. Kids, you don't pull on Superman's cape, you don't spit in the wind, and you don't taunt police when you're in custody because they can make your life miserable for no damn reason. So Little Pump missed out on a bag for what? Little Pump stopped his own bag for what? The attempt to impress a bunch of fools on social media who really don't like him anyway. And when things like this happen and you miss out on a bag and you get arrested, they cheer and applaud and can't wait for me to give you donkey of the day. 
The moral of the story, please, kids, stop losing opportunities and taking L's because of social media. Social media is just like the streets. They don't really love you. So stop giving a damn so much about something that doesn't give a damn about you. Please give a little pump to sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. It's like, who are you trying to impress and why? Like, you're in custody. That's what you think to do, go on IG Live? Call your lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. All right. You probably got mad views. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what his last tweet was? His last tweet was, retweet if you smell the napkin after you wipe your ass. Wow. Nah. Did you retweet it? That's little kid stuff, though. I used to smell the napkin when I was young. But I used what? to do that. I used to do I wipe my butt with a napkin. Oh, first, yeah, that's true, too. I don't wipe my butt with a napkin. That's number one. But I know what he meant. But, you know, I used to always say that was the humble test. Like, sometimes, you know, you got to wipe your butt, and then you put the you tissue to it? your nose to smell it so you to remind yourself that your bunky stinks just like everybody else's. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we be forgetting that I sh- don't stink. That tissue hits your I nose. I will once say or that twice. ever since I've no. changed that my tissue hits your nose before. Ever since Never. I've changed my eating habits, my poo doesn't stink. That's a lie. For real. If you become a vegan or a vegetarian, your poo won't That's stink. That's your problem. You think your poo don't stink. That's the problem. That's <laughs> that you, it you, used you, to. You just explained a lot to people. <laughs> my okay. Goodness. All right. It smells. It doesn't smell now. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank it's you for that donkey today. Watermelon. Somebody's trying to get their ass ate for Christmas. <laughs> I can spread those lies. <laughs> my butt my don't, don't stink, stink no more. <laughs> <laughs> smells like watermelon. Trying convince, who you trying to convince you? <laughs> Come get this vegan butt. Just smell Come like get this vegan butt. God damn it. This beyond butt. <laughs> <laughs> like you got the Beyond Burger, you got the we Beyond We got it, butt. Charlemagne. <laughs> you have to explain the joke. Sometimes you do. You know what I'm saying? It might have went over somebody's head. All right. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Kay from Savannah. Hey, what's up, Mama? What's your question for Ooh, you? Oh, I just went to Savannah for the first time. I loved it there. Yes, it's beautiful. I love it so much. I'm from New York, but I would not go back. I love Savannah too Okay. Much. All right, what's up? What's your question so, for you, Mama? My question is, so I'm married, and it's been almost five years, and there's things that my husband does for me, small things. If I have a bad day or a long day, he'll buy me flowers or rub my feet, stuff like that. And I'm wondering, what kind of small things do men like? What kind of things can I do for my husband that is equivalent to that? Mm-hmm. But not flowers because he don't like flowers. So, uh, well, that first of all, very sweet. I'm gonna tell you some things that I do for my man. Um, of okay. course, men love for us to do special things like cook their favorite meals for dinner, and when they come home, you know, the house. Even if you're not there to do it, but if the house is nice and clean, you have a nice meal prepared. Their favorite thing, some music playing. Just put some thought into something like that. Also, massages. Okay, after he's been working okay. hard, and so have you. It's not a bad idea. There's people that will. Come to your house to do the massages. Get a masseuse to come mm-hmm. to the house and set it up. Make it nice and dark. Put some rose petals down. You can get side by side wins, or you can just get him one so that he you can show him that you want to pamper him and that you care. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. But I think anything that's thoughtful, even if it's some place that you want to take him, like to a game, to a place, something that you know that he enjoys, that you heard him talking about. Maybe he needs a new wallet, and you've been looking at his wallet; it's a little beat up. Things that he normally wouldn't do for himself, you could do those things for him. Okay. That's perfect. That's that's good advice. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, that's sweet of you. And it's nice yeah. that your man is so good to you, rubbing your feet and all that. Yes, he's amazing. He really is. And sometimes I feel a little inadequate. So I just try to come up with ways where I can do the small things, too. Yeah, even if you just take him out to dinner to a nice restaurant and not tell him where you guys are going and you just plan everything, sometimes he probably mm-hmm. just wants to be just like, you make all the plans and he'll just roll with it and not have to really do anything. Okay. Sounds perfect. Unplanned sex is good too, you know what I'm saying? Felicia. Unplanned sex? Oh, yeah, well, unplanned we sex. We don't really have that that issue that much, though. So they have sex, they have a healthy <laughs> sex Because, you know, as you get older, men forget how to, like, you know, push up on anyone. Sometimes it's ten, sometimes it's not. There you go. But either way, we make it happen. There and always go. remember the most important thing you can do for your man. Leave mm-hmm. me the hell alone. All right, Just give me some time Leave to myself. Him the hell alone. That's right, okay. and, and don't and don't ask me what's wrong if I'm just minding my business away from everybody. 
Oh, wow, I do that. I really do that. I know, and it's annoying. There's nothing wrong with me. Leave me alone. (laughs) All right, mama. I want to be alone for a second. I'm like, you're tired? You bothered? Oh, Lord, see, you annoying. (laughs) (laughs) See, stop it. Just leave me alone for a second. Have a good one, mama. Do I got to turn the Do Not Disturb sign on? Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is T. Hey, what's your question for Yee? Hi. Okay, early on the, on the show, Charlamagne was saying something about how there's levels to this relationship thing, and sometimes you got to cheat, and if you really love a person, oh you'll boy. take them back, right? He didn't say that. Say he didn't sometimes say sometimes you got to cheat. cheat. Don't That's listen to Charlamagne said. Charlamagne said, okay. Charlamagne said if you love okay. somebody, you'll let them cheat on you. Now if T, you heard that, is, you're going to get Now, T, what is your question? Yeah, same, yeah. So the question is, is that true? Because I agree with him, and I want to, you know, come across to my lady like, yo, I already know we're going to go through things. No, no, we don't plan for it. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. I'm just saying if See, it happens. See, what happens, words matter. I'm not planning for it, but I'm going through that type of situation right now. So Where you have like, to cheat? No, we don't have to cheat. All right, what's cheating? Basically, cheating what's is, cheating? That's right. right. Black men don't cheat. But yeah, black men, we, you know, black. I'm on that wave. But um, This guy's going to get yeah. in trouble. But in reality, it's like, he kind of true. That's what I'm saying. Charlamagne is actually kind of true with that because it's like, what? we're going through some things. What We've you said, two years. bro, bro. So ha- let me ask you this to you. So what's going to happen if your girl finds out that you cheated on her? Then what happens? You think that's going to help your relationship? I mean, it's gonna help like, what, what you're, you're going, going through. Because what, 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 is, what, is, what, is, what I feel like she cheated on me, but I'm just like, like. The, so like, is that part of the things that you're you. going through? Does that make yeah. you feel good that you think she cheated on you? No. Did I'm that benefit she, your like, relationship? She like, she like, she like little stuff like text and like all that stuff. Like I don't care about that. So like, if you you think your girl cheated on you, does that make you love her more? Or does that make you think that she really loves you? Nah, I know she loved me. It's just that I know that. We going through some things right now. She, I know she ain't going nowhere, but I'm saying it's like you know she's maybe, not going anywhere. How do you know that? So you think you could do whatever you want and she's not going anywhere? Like Charlemagne said, if somebody really <laughs> love you, they'll let you cheat. There on you go, Charlemagne. That's the truth. Though, how old are you, my brother? Um, uh, no comment on that. Well, whatever. I'm, I'm speaking from a young perspective. You know, I'm 40 years old now. My wife is older now. We've been together 20 years. When we was younger, she cheated on me. I cheated on her. We loved each other. We stuck together. So if you really do love somebody. You'll let them cheat on you. You're not going to let them keep cheating on you. But, yeah, you know. You ain't going to let them keep cheating on you. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, Listen, I'm trying let me to tell you like, something. Cheating, te- cheating, is, oh, really, cheating is never don't a good. Cheating oh, really? is never a good cheating idea. Cheating is not good. Excuse it's not. Me. But oh, you really, should never, You should oh, never oh, plan to cheat because, yeah, that, because that can destroy your relationship. Exactly. It can destroy your relationship. There can be no coming back from it. Some people choose to stay and work things out, and it works. And some people choose not to stay. And they don't work things out okay so there it is and some people cheat and don't stop cheating and say they might let somebody come back and that person keeps on cheating and eventually they learn their lesson but why would you purposely want to hurt somebody that you love things happen sometimes <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Things happen on both ends. Man, don't do it. If you're thinking about doing, don't, don't do it. I don't think you should do it either. But don't do it. But the truth to the matter is, we've all been through things in this room, right, Envy? Okay. Yes, right. But we've, all, but we've evolved. Exactly. And we're trying to teach you so you don't do. Everybody. You don't make the mistakes that we do. That's and I'm not, what we're trying to teach and you. And not once have I said men are women. I say everybody. My woman yes. cheated on me. I, I cheated on her. If you love somebody. Charlemagne and Envy made mistakes so you don't have to. So that's don't right. do it. We did that so you don't have to All right, that's that. enough for SET. Whatever. If you're going to, listen, clearly he's already planning on cheating or he already has and he's trying to come or up with Or maybe his woman excuse, cheated on him and he's know. trying to figure out if he yeah, should stay. Yeah, but what do you call cheating? Like, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, T. Goodbye, man. Goodbye, man. Goodbye, man. Goodbye, man. That man is asking some real advice. He needs help. Okay? He definitely uh, needs help. Cheating is not a deal breaker for everybody, though. All right. Especially when you're young. you kids, man. Y'all ain't Yeah, married. but you can't predict what how it's going to make you feel. That's it? a fact. So All right. it could make you be like, I, I don't want to be with that I person. I didn't say it wasn't hard work. I didn't say my, my, my woman didn't break up with me for a whole year and I had to fight to get her back. I didn't say all that. You know what I'm saying? But don't do it. Envy and Charlotte did. Envy and Charlotte right, went through it, so you would have to. This is getting too advice. personal yeah, for y'all right. right now. <laughs> you know what? Just go listen to Lemonade. Yeah, since go y'all don't want to listen to yeah, us. Go listen to Lemonade in 444 since y'all don't want to listen to us. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes. Uh, let's switch it up. Let's talk about Kevin Durant. He has something that just got picked up, and we'll tell you what that is. 
All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kevin Durant is going to have his own drama. It's called Swagger on Apple. Uh, they did order that planned drama series now. and Swagger? That don't sound like a drama. It's based on his youth basketball experiences. It's about the AAU basketball world and the players, their families, the coaches who walk the fine line between dreams and ambition and opportunism and corruption. So, could be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, now we told you about Willow Smith and how she said that she had a very strained relationship with her father, Will Smith, for a period of time. Just to refresh you, here's what she said. I definitely had to forgive you and Daddy, you know, for yeah. that whole with my hair thing. It was mostly Daddy because mm-hmm. he was so, like, harsh right. at certain times. Mm-hmm. It was like a couple years, honestly, yeah. like trying to regain trust for not feeling like I wasn't listened to. And I had to forgive myself because I felt guilty because I was like, everyone is trying to make me better, trying to make my dream. Mm. Right. But I didn't really understand what my dream entailed. Now, I got to hit both sides and I well, got to hit more Smith, details. Well, here's Will Smith's side because he did an interview with Hot Living about a family mutiny. Now, he said, I secretly called 2012 the year of the mutiny, and 2012 was really the year that my family rejected the direction of my leadership, and that was the main thing that happened. He talks about his own father, who ran a tight ship because he had a background in the Air Force. He said he dealt with the family like a soldier. I was used to the whole family working the family business, being run like a military unit. You follow orders, you have goals, you achieve things, and there's punishment from the higher ranks if you don't do what you're told to do. He goes on to say that Willow was the first person during Whip My Hair that decided she didn't want to do what I said because she was the baby girl. She really had the most power over me. As a man, if your daughter says no, there's really nothing you can do. She really tested me. She was like, no, she didn't want to. She was done with Whip My Hair. She was done with performing. And as a protest, she shaved her head bald. That was really the first time that I realized my family wasn't happy with the direction that I was taking them. I can see that. I can see what's happening now. But I mean, at the end of the day, your daddy is Will Smith, one of the biggest entertainers in the world from music to Hollywood. So he probably feels like he knows exactly how to get you where you need well, to be. Well, he was pushing her, and maybe she didn't want to go. Maybe she did she didn't know where she wanted as, to be. as for fun. But, you know, I would do the same with my kids. Is you want to push me, you want them to be the best. And if you can provide, you're going to provide as, as much as you can to make sure they are the best. But Until you realize that, and I forgot who just told me this. Somebody literally just told me this, but they told me that your kids are not really your own. I mean, they're your kids technically, but they still have to go out into the world and become the person that they're Absolutely. meant to be. And, Absolutely. You know, regardless of your guidance, regardless of your direction. Right. And, you know, she said she was only 10 years old at the time and that he was very harsh with her. So it probably made her feel 